0: episode 123 of the truth quest podcast the truth about the blinding effect of political bias before we get started i want to ask you to do me a favor and share the show if you're on social media and topics such as political bias the pennsylvania vote count the 10th amendment court packing or the biden crime family comes up please share the topic specific truth quest episode with your debate partner Episodes are available on a host of platforms, including iTunes, Google Play Music, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean.com, Bitshoot.com, Brighteon.com, and ThinkSpot. If you are listening to this on the Apple Podcast app, please take a moment and scroll down on the podcast page and give it a five-star rating. Another way you can help grow the show is to throw a small donation my way at the TruthQuest podcast patronage page. All donations will be used to drive awareness of the podcast through Facebook and Twitter advertising. Please see this episode's show notes page at truthquest.podbean.com for details. And finally, please join the conversation on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash truthquestpodcast. I am recording this in mid-November 2020 while we are in the middle of much turmoil determining who won the presidential election. Biden is strutting around, making appearances with the office of the president-elect sign behind him. Meanwhile, the Trump administration is filing lawsuits claiming voter fraud and voting irregularities in Nevada, Pennsylvania, Michigan, and Wisconsin. Georgia is currently conducting a statewide recount, recanvass, and audit of their vote. As I discussed in the previous episode, 122, the truth about the Pennsylvania vote count, we had Republican poll watchers in some states blocked entrance which is a violation of state and federal election laws. We had courts change state legislative mandated election laws, which is clearly unconstitutional. We've had counties refuse to segregate ballots received after the deadline, despite court orders to do so. We had more votes cast in some counties than there are registered voters. We've had dead people voting. People who moved to other states voted in their previous resident state. We had ballots with only votes for Biden. No down-ballot votes cast at all. And we've had software glitches that literally changed votes from one candidate into votes for another. And the same software glitch actually had a down-ballot anomaly that already resulted in the reversal of at least one race, I think, in Michigan. But if you listen to the mainstream media, there's no evidence of voter fraud. And if you scroll through your social media feed and read posts from your diehard Democrat and liberal friends you see the same thing. No evidence of voter fraud. My son and I were just recently talking about this hear no evil, see no evil phenomenon, and it has become all too apparent just how dumb down the left is in this country. Well, maybe dumb isn't the right word. It's more purposefully ignorant or content in their bubble. They marinate in their narrowly defined reality, which brings out the worst in human nature. These folks refuse to evaluate reality in an unbiased manner, thus the name of today's episode, The Truth About the Blinding Effect of Political Bias. All of this is happening at a time when Trump haters feel compelled to call Trump supporters all sorts of names. Their favorite seems to be Nazi, as an extended family member of mine did to me and my wife after she posted pictures of us going to a Melania Trump speech. We see threats of violence, bullying, censorship, all from the left. Hell, the Lincoln Project, which is a group of well-connected so-called Republicans whose sole purpose of existing is to defeat Trump, they were able to force a large prominent law firm from withdrawing from the Trump administration's legal team in the Pennsylvania vote audit effort. These folks have created an environment where our differences are irreconcilable. They want nothing to do with the 73 million Trump voters. And speaking for myself, I don't really want to have anything to do with them either. They're literally dangerous, physically at times, and they are dangerous to the continued existence of this country as founded. I've come to realize that Trump derangement syndrome, the subject of episode 73, is a real thing. And as I wrote on Facebook in response to my extended family member's libelous statement, apparently has the power to transform seemingly well-adjusted people into hate mongers, who no longer see other people as made in the image of God, but as Nazis because they support a particular political candidate. And it doesn't matter if that person is a family member. They're not worthy of respect. I went on to say the syndrome appears to impact certain parts of the brain, specifically that which houses civility and critical thinking. I sarcastically said experts believe... The reason that name-calling is amplified in individuals afflicted with this ailment is attributed to a naturally occurring defense mechanism triggered when the individual is asked to clarify their position or when they are presented with information that contradicts their worldview. Individuals suffering from this syndrome no longer feel compelled to answer specific questions or offer evidence for their beliefs, which are often fed to them by skewed media outlets and national leaders who repeat lies about Trump so often that they're believed to be fact. Finally, I finish with, experts observe that these individuals do not feel compelled to engage in debate or defend their beliefs, rather choosing to end discussions when faced with a challenge. Again, experts speculate another naturally occurring defense mechanism. So on the heels of that diatribe dripping with sarcasm, and as I must admit, a bit of disdain given the current state of political discourse, I'm going to walk you through my perception of the blinding effect of political bias. Those of you who are audio-only listeners, make sure you pull up the infographic that I created to accompany this episode. It's available either by watching this episode on bitshoot.com or brightteon.com, or you can grab it at the podcast Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash truthquestpodcast. I think having a copy of this infographic will be beneficial as you digest the slanted news coverage in the future. For those of you who will never see the infographic, it's a single page with the heading The Truth About the Blinding Effect of Political Bias. On the left one-third of the page, I labeled it The Believed. On the right two-thirds, I labeled it The Ignored. Under each section, there's a combined list of I think about 160 slogans, phrases, beliefs, historical incidents, names, and quotes. The left hand side contains a list of things your average leftist, Democrat, Trump hater believes. The right hand side, however, contains a list of things they must ignore in order for their worldview to survive scrutiny or avoid the light of truth shining on it. As I begin walking through this rather lengthy list, I want you to picture your average Democrat, liberal, Trump hater sitting at their computer. On their head, is a pair of blinders, like, like they put on horses so they don't get distracted by anything outside their line of vision. This is how I picture many of my seemingly well-adjusted friends and family who lean left or, at the very least, are anti-Trump. They purposefully avoid news sources that may present an alternative view. They are not truth seekers. They are not on a truth quest. They seek confirmation of their bias and beliefs. They avoid discussions and debates with anyone who thinks differently than them. When they post flowery, emotion-driven posts about Biden and Harris, for example, on their social media apps, or make derogatory statements about Trump and his supporters, they refuse to answer simple, clarifying questions about their statements. And often, if they do respond, it's dismissive or devolves into name-calling. I'm going to walk through this list in reverse chronological order in order to demonstrate that this hear no evil, see no evil, put on the blinders, is not a new phenomenon, but it has certainly amped up in recent decades, and especially over the last five years, given the overt bias of mainstream news outlets and big tech's willingness to censor all things opposed to the 3x5 card of allowable opinion. So let's start on the left-hand side of the page, The Believed, the smaller of the two sections. These are slogans, beliefs, and statements that your average leftist, Democrat, Trump hater agree with, and a few historical references that they like to sling around at their political opponents. So let's start with Trump, since he apparently is the center of the universe. What do they believe? Well, they believe that Trump is a sexist. He's a xenophobe, a homophobe, a bigot, a racist, a Nazi. He tweets too much. He puts kids in cages. He's the devil. He only paid $250 in taxes. He colluded with Russia. He's responsible for all the COVID deaths in America. The Russians got Trump elected. MAGA, Make America Great, is racist. The Russians got Trump elected. Suckers and losers. He said there's good people on both sides in Charlottesville. What about Stormy Daniels? Now, let's turn to the tear it down section, the anti-American anti-capitalism, anti-constitution. What do these folks believe? Well, first of all, they believe the constitution is an obstacle. They believe that legislating from the bench is an acceptable practice. They believe ending fracking and fossil fuels. They believe lying and cheating are fine as long as their side wins. Their answer to every question is more government. They believe packing the Supreme Court is a fine idea. Check out episode 119 for more on that. They believe in equal opportunity and equal outcome. They want us to count all votes. They believe in the Green New Deal, defund the police, taxpayer-funded abortions. They believe in hate speech legislation. They talk about voter suppression. They believe healthcare is a constitutional right. Basket of deplorables. They believe in ending the filibuster in the Senate. And they talk about abolishing the Electoral College. And they believe that the Supreme Court issues rulings or decisions or legislation. Take your pick. Now let's examine some of the stupid shit they believe. You know, the woke virtue signaling stuff. Social justice. Follow the science. Mansplaining. I can't breathe. Systemic racism. What fake news? It's not enough to be opposed to racism. You must be anti-racist. Say her name. Check out episode 117 for more on that. Abortion. My body. My choice. Women's rights. Antifa is an idea. BLM. Peaceful protests. Silence is violence. White privilege. Lockdowns are the only answer. Diversity and inclusion. What media bias? Slavery reparations. Hands up. Don't shoot. Let's conclude the believed section with a few examples from the past just to demonstrate that this shit has been going on for a long time. Do you remember Iran-Contra? Or Bush lied. People died. Or the Tea Party were a bunch of racists and terrorists. Or Bush was selected, not elected. Or going way back. Watergate. So that's a lot of the stuff that comprises the marinade that many of our friends on the left or our democratic friends or our anti-Trump friends soak in. Some call it a bubble or an echo chamber. They see no alternatives. Let me, Let me rephrase that. They do not permit any alternatives to enter into their world. Their self-imposed blinders take care of that. Now let's examine the ignored. This is as comprehensive of a list of slogans, beliefs, and statements, and historical references that your average leftist, Democrat, Trump hater ignore in order to maintain their skewed worldview. So, let's start out with some American principles or foundational principles that are worth preserving. How about election integrity matters? Or cancel culture is anti-free speech? Abortion kills an innocent life. The Supreme Court issues opinions, the Ten Commandments, religious freedom, due process, freedom of speech. Everyone is made in the image of God, regardless of who they vote for. Hate speech is free speech. The idea of a meritocracy, ending the electoral college or the filibuster packing the Supreme Court, all terrible, terrible ideas. How about the idea of less government regulations equates to more liberty and freedom and to more economic prosperity? The Constitution is our playbook. Healthcare is not in the Constitution. Love of country, principles matter, equal opportunity, which does not equal outcomes. That's communism. How about more police in crime-ridden neighborhoods? Or school choice? Now let's turn our attention to lies. These are a list of lies that our friends have either told over the years or facts that dispute their worldview. Let's start with the suckers and losers line. That was a lie. You can keep your doctor if you like your doctor. How about the Russia collusion steel dossier and the and the whole impeachment? Do you remember shovel-ready jobs just weren't as shovel-ready as we thought? How about the Charlottesville lie? Or the idea that Obama was scandal-free? Trayvon Martin. Hunter Biden. Hands up, don't shoot. Didn't happen. How about the Muslim travel ban lie? Or if you like your health care, you can keep your health care. Or Obamacare will lower rates by $2,500 a year. They must ignore the horrible living conditions in many Democrat-run cities. How about the Ferguson, Missouri lie? Or Crossfire Hurricane Investigation? How about the China travel ban lie? What else does your average leftist, Democrat, Trump hater participate in quite a bit that reinforces their worldview? Character assassination and political prosecution and persecution? Of course! Consider these examples. Brent Kavanaugh. The impeachment, as I mentioned already. George Papadopoulos. Carter Page. Michael Flynn. Clarence Thomas. Going way back, how about Robert Bork? Now let's turn our attention to facts that must be ignored by your average leftist Democrat Trump hater in order to reinforce their worldview. Babies' lives matter. Raising minimum wage kills jobs for low and no-skill workers. Trump has had 91% negative news coverage over the course of his presidency. And despite that, 56% of Americans say they are better off today than four years ago. They must ignore Jimmy Carter's incredibly bad presidency. They must ignore that science says babies in the womb are human. And science says there are only two genders. And they must ignore that science says lockdowns are not the answer. They must ignore the murder rate in Chicago. Sequoia Turner. Solyndra. They must ignore the fact that diversity and inclusion only includes those who think like them. How about Saul Alinsky, Burisma? They must ignore the idea of counting all legal votes. They must ignore the constant hypocrisy displayed by their national leaders. And the Biden crime family. Listen to episode 118 for more on that. They must ignore the fact that the Green New Deal will kill the economy. They must ignore rioting, looting, and arson. Next up, what must they ignore in order to support Joe and Kamala? How about Kamala Harris and Willie Brown? You wanna know more about that? Check out episode 111. How about equitable treatment means we all end up in the same place? How about the fact that Kamala Harris prosecuted 2,500 people in California for drug offenses? Most of them were people of color. They have to ignore Tara Reid. They must ignore the fact that Kamala Harris' ancestors owned slaves. Can you imagine if Mike Pence's family had owned slaves? They must ignore, you ain't black if you don't vote for me. You must ignore Biden's Ukraine extortion, and you must ignore Biden's decades of influence peddling. What about Obama? What must they ignore from his eight years in office in order to avoid the shattering of their worship of that man? Well, how about kids in cages? That was an Obama-era program. Spread the wealth around. Lois Lerner. Cap and trade. We have to pass the bill to see what's in it. I have a pen, and I have a phone. Benghazi. Fast and furious. Tea Party members targeted by Obama's IRS. Pallets of cash delivered to Iran. What kind of things does your average leftist Democrat Trump hater have to ignore about two of the more despicable people from America's political scene, Bill and Hillary Clinton? Bill Clinton's treatment of women. Monica Lewinsky. Juanita Broderick. Paula Jones. Hillary's illegal email server. They must ignore Jeffrey Epstein and his buddy Bill Clinton. The Clinton Foundation. And Clinton's impeachment. What truths must your average leftist Democrat Trump hater ignore in order to avoid an implosion of their worldview? How about the fact that there have been no new wars under Trump? How about the fact that there is fake news? Or the fact that illegal immigrants are illegal? They must ignore the fact that Republican poll watchers were blocked from doing their job during the 2020 election. They must ignore the fact that during Trump's presidency, we had record low unemployment across all demographics. They must ignore the fact that we have a dual justice system, one for corrupt Democrats like Joe and Hunter Biden, James Comey, James Clapper, John Brennan, Hillary and Bill Clinton, Eric Holder, Lois Lerner, Andrew McCabe, Ted Kennedy and Al Sharpton, and one for everyone else. They must ignore the truth of voter irregularities and possibly voter fraud. They must ignore the fact that the organization BLM is not the same as the statement of fact, Black Lives Matter. They must ignore the fact that the only repeated violence is perpetrated by leftists. They must ignore the declassified Russia collusion documents. They must ignore ballot harvesting. They must ignore peace treaties in the Middle East. They must ignore unconscious neck restraint, i.e. George Floyd. Check out episode 107 for more on that. And they must ignore that social media censorship is only done to non-Democrats. And finally, let's conclude this episode with a short list of things that neither side does anything about. Neither side cares. This is stuff that both sides of the political aisle ignore, including Edward Snowden, the national debt, the welfare state, the Federal Reserve's balance sheet, the Federal Reserve's monetization of the debt, the genocide in Yemen, Julian Assange, NSA spying the war in Syria, and the fact that Social Security is a bankrupt Ponzi scheme. The reason I want to point these things out is to demonstrate that regardless of all the other bullshit, the name-calling, the propaganda, the lies, the anti-American, anti-capitalism, anti-constitutional rhetoric and legislation, despite the hate for Trump, despite the character assassination and political persecution and prosecution, Despite the wonderful principles upon which this country was founded and the nasty people who hold high office, there are still real foundational problems that no one is willing to tackle, and that despite all the noise, they will still be here tomorrow and the next day and the next. In the meantime, we are divided largely into two camps. One with your average leftist Democrat Trump hater who live in a bubble whereby their biases are constantly confirmed, where they are told that anyone who disagrees with them is unworthy of respect, and the other camp is comprised of people who just want to be left the hell alone to live their life with maximum freedom and minimum intrusion and harassment by an overarching federal government and the busybodies who harness that power not for the good of the rest of us, but for their own benefit. And that is the truth about the blinding effect of political bias. Please join the conversation on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash truthquestpodcast.